Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Coffee Clash. The Coffee Clash and Special Needs Talk Radio Network feature outstanding programming for the special needs community. Our team of hosts provide educational interviews. Our shows are not designed to provide listeners with specific or personal medical, legal, or professional service or advice. Parents of children with health issues should always consult their health care provider for medical advice, medications, or treatment. Any show discussing rights and law for special needs children and special education are presented as general information and not legal advice. Special Needs Coffee Clash Limited does not promote any hosts or guests' individual practice, programs, treatments, or products. We thank you for joining us and are proud to provide excellence in broadcasting for the special needs community. And now, on to the interview. Hey, welcome to Life with Autism, Autism Dads, where we discuss anything autism-related from a dad's perspective. A uh, big thank you to the Coffee Clatch for helping us make this series possible. Here are past episodes and other hosts with their shows at thecoffeeclatch.com. I'm Joel Manter, lead editor of autism.com, and my co-host is Rob Gorski of theautismdad.com. And today's topic, we are talking about support systems. So, Rob, we yeah. got on uh, we got on um this topic um over the weekend and and figuring out you know what we can be able to do and you and I talked briefly about it when you hear support systems what are you thinking of uh well you know uh, uh generally speaking or you know from from myself you know a support system would be um kind of the people that are surrounding you in your life that are that are there to um help in whatever way they can um when it comes to uh your your child with with autism or or you know any other type of special need um it, it's kind of like the uh what do they say the it takes a village you know um yeah yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of where the support system um comes into play. And and it, it it's something that you know a lot of families don't have enough of, I think. And uh you know, I mean it's for me I I'm I'm pretty lucky because you know my my uh, my family is is very involved and um you know, they're always there to to help, but you know, not everybody has that that same, I guess, luxury. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. In in my family, um, the challenge that we had is that I had a a mom who was a um, and she had a heart for helping families, like a huge heart. And when the topic of autism and all these things came about, um you know, what services were available and stuff, she would just say, hey, this is available, this is available, This or the city should pay for this, or the state should pay for this. And we're like, no, you, you got to have an advocate. And, and, our, and every town is different. Every state is different. And, you know, trying to find the services that you can apply to your child, um, you know, you had to find what your child needed first. 
And then you right. have to go hunt down the services and all that. and Or try to qualify. Um, yeah, and that was that was a, a level of nightmare. And the challenge was is that here's here's my mom, a consummate profession, professional in her own right, um, mm-hmm. helping families on so many different levels. And it took a while for her to even understand that it isn't as you assume it to be. And yeah. and after after a while, she came to the understanding. And um, by that time, they already moved out of state and wasn't nearby to really help out dealing with routines and stuff. And, and I think that is something in our own family that we had a, had a juggle, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you, you were blessed, you were blessed to have your family help you out. I mean, was it, you, you blogged uh, a couple of weeks ago about your staircase, you know, having oh, a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It collapsed <laughs> as we were going up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> problem. For those listening, <laughs> Yeah, for those listening, Rob, how old's your house? <laughs> uh, it's it's over 100 years old. 100 yeah, so change. Yeah, so you're always dealing with projects around the home. Um Yeah, it's one not, thing after another. It seems yeah, like So I'm Yeah, we're we're running into that challenge on our end on some things, but not a staircase falling. Um <laughs> so so, but in those situations, was it your dad and your brother came out and helped rebuild things? Yeah, and, yeah my yeah my dad. Um, I mean, all, all I really had to do was I texted pictures, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and everybody sort of dropped what they were doing to, to come over and help. You know. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's something that I I I always try to make sure that I never like take for granted because there's a lot of people that don't yeah have that same type of thing. Do you think there's a, you know, I got to thinking about this topic a lot. You know, we hear about, you know, wives and husbands having a differences of opinion on the diagnosis and what level of support that they Mm -hmm. have. Um, You know, it varies from couple to couple, family to family. And that was one of the things that was popping in my mind about support systems. It's like you have family there to support, but what if you're in the military? You know, your family's not always around you. You know, you're you're moving from area to area. You don't have but just a few close friends, and that's it. So I mean, it's it's important. Um, yeah, I know one of the, I know one of the things that helped my family out is connecting with the local uh, autism society affiliate, connecting with you know, connecting with them online, connecting with uh, other parents and families locally that are going through the same same challenges, you know, as, as we were. And that's helped us. You know, that might help right. other people. So I'll yeah. I'll, I'll put I'll put some links in. I know you got a bunch of links where families can connect online and you know, we'll uh-huh. put them on our various websites. Um but what what do you think are some of the hurdles on dealing with trying to create a support system? You know, uh, you know, I, I think, I, I think universally, uh, well, you know, every situation is different. So everybody needs, you know, there, there's no blanket solution for support system, you know, that, that'll cover every family. Um, but I, but I think, uh, you know, what it involves is, is, uh, people that, um, genuinely, care i guess about you know what you're going through 
Um, and, and I think one of the hardest things is to get people to understand. Uh, I, I know as supportive as my family um, is, and they always have been, uh, it took a really long time for them to truly understand why things had to be done a certain way. You know, they, they uh, from an outsider's perspective, you know, having to, you know, manage um, sort of your environment so that uh, right. your child doesn't, you know, isn't put into a situation where they're they're set up to fail, you know. So it is, it's, you know, and I think a support system is different for everybody, you know. Um, it, you can include things like your teachers, like the, the education staff at the school uh, for your child, uh, doctors, therapists, you know, family members, um, spouses, partners, even siblings, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's everybody that's involved in, um, you know, helping to even sometimes just make it through the day. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I know the, the challenges of routine, you know, when, mm-hmm. when you variate, when you, when you deviate from the routine, um, there's a level of precedent being set at any given time. And so when something new is introduced, you're setting a new precedent. Right. And that that I think is is the challenge by itself because then there there's now a level of expectation that, oh, there's something new. I want to go do that every day. When it's only a special yeah. event. Right. And that that I think is something a challenge for family to not understand is that okay, now you're setting a precedent in in this child's life who who expects this layer of routine. So if I go down, now I'm in Virginia Beach, so if, if I go down to the oceanfront and we go to the beach mm-hmm. and we only make that like once every couple months type of thing, well, if I do that once, then my son's going to have an expectation that, oh, whenever we get in the vehicle and we head in a certain direction, we're always going to go to the beach. So yeah, there's the general, generalization, the generalize. Yeah, when it just could be we're going on a, a, a car ride to a friend's house, you know, and yeah, the grocery store he has a major, yeah, and he has a major meltdown at my friend's house because he's going through, you know, his, his level of expectation, even if I talk to him saying, no, we're not going there, we're going here, that level of expectation is gone. So he has nothing to hold on to to help maintain his agitation. His right. Stuff. And I think that's that's one of those challenges. And so, you know, do do you find it when your kids were younger that it was easier to um, pull your family to your house where your kids were, or was it easier to take your kids over to your family's house? Are you, are you talking like visits or? Yeah. Visit, you know, family it, it's, well, you know, I think, well, <laughs> I, I had, there, there were two approaches that I would take and they would be sort of contradictory mm-hmm. uh, in, in some cases because there are times when, let, let's say, you know, it's one of my kids' birthdays, right? <clears throat> you know, we always, you, know, you want to celebrate your kid's birthday, but 
you know, you also have to be aware at the same time that even good uh, stimulation is not always a good thing, right? So right. Uh, sometimes we would have uh, birthdays, like my parents would, would host a party at their house, or we would just get together and have cake and ice cream at my parents' house, because the idea behind that was uh, as soon as the party was over, I could physically remove my kids from that environment, bring them home to where there isn't that same excitement and stimulation. Um, then right. there's other times where, you know, my kids maybe wouldn't do as well, you know, um, in another location. And so we would do something at home. It, it's, it's sort of a dynamic thing and you have to kind of, you know, figure so it out. Juggling as you go. Per- <clears throat> So it'd yeah. be kind of like a juggling per situation type thing. It's like, let's yeah, it's, address it. Yeah, case by case know, basis. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's a it's a very living, breathing thing, and and you have to constantly be um, adjusting and and responding. Right. Yeah, there there was there was a there was a quote I put on my my Facebook page over the weekend, and it was um, oh I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was. Um, it was describing why autism parents never relax, and it's because sixty oh, seconds yeah. from now you have no idea how badly things could go, or, or how drastically <laughs> things could change over the next sixty seconds. And and you know that's one of the hardest things I could I, you know getting people to understand was it's not like I have a negative approach to things. It's that I have to try and think ten steps ahead, you know, in order to ensure that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm providing my kids with kind of a, a buffer, you know, to excessive stimulation or, or things like that. Um, but right. uh, from the outside, it can look like, you know, you're overreacting or you're um, overly negative or you're making assumptions or whatever. But, you know, the bottom line is, you know, your kid better than anybody else. And you know right. what they can and cannot handle, and you have to do what's best for them, regardless of what the rest of the world is going to think. And when you yeah. have a support system in place, you know whether it's family or friends or whatever that that can kind of involve themselves when need be. Um, yeah, there's that, that there's really a level a of rolling. Yeah, there's a level of rolling with the flow that if. Mm-hmm. If need be, you got to change direction as a group in order to right. help the child. Right. And so the child can, the level of sensitivity of the child is is addressed. And if you have to take him to another room in the house or another place, or like there was one instance to where I took a, my son to, to Walmart, and it was just too much. It was just too much mm-hmm. input. It was, I think, during the holiday season, I was doing some shopping with him, and he did fantastic for like the first half. But it's just too much input, too much noise. And he just started going into agitation. And then he had a full-blown meltdown in the middle of the store. So I had to t- this is when he was much younger. So I had to take him, and I'm carrying, here I am, 6'4", right? And I'm carrying him out over my shoulder uh, out of the place, and he's hitting my back, and he's just having a big meltdown. And so I just take him out. And, of course, you know, when you have people that don't understand what's going on, uh, mm-hmm. They immediately think the worst, and so oh yeah, we, have, I like, think I, you, I remember you telling me about this. 
Yeah, and so when you have a, a a police officer following you to your car because you're trying to get your, <laughs> car, your child to calm down, <laughs> yeah. um, it is one of those things where people kind of go, oh, my goodness, you know, he's it's like he's taking a kid or he's, you know, he's abusing kid. No, I'm just taking yeah. this. I'm just taking That's my just son a meltdown. a meltdown into a, just a quiet, quiet thing. So I put him in the car, and he's hitting the door and the window and starting to calm down. And when he gets calmed down enough, I had some juice for him and just something to kind of calm him down. I'm standing outside the car, and the officer's looking at me, and I'm just like, he's just he has autism. He's having a meltdown. He'll be all right in about 10 minutes. And then we just, you know, the officer's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, yeah, right, whatever. And then less well, than 10 you know, minutes later, mean, son's fine. Yeah. We go back in the store, start shopping, and the, and, the, and the officer's like, wow, okay. And my son was laughing, smiling, ready to go, <laughs> go back to the store. So it's it's one of those things It's like people don't understand, and they assume the worst. And it's like, yeah. no, it's, you're just being a parent trying to, to trying to say, hey, this is an environment i got to remove him from go to another thing and working with police not being combative or anything working with the public working with um you know all the various things one of the one of the topics i think you and i talk about as associated with the support systems is working with police i think we were going to uh, do another yeah. show on the emergency services um and that's a whole other thing and you know, as, as autism dads, you know, there's, you know, we see our, our wives or our spouses take point on so many issues. I know you're taking mm-hmm. point right now on everything. Um, for right. What do. Um, and every, you know, every family's different. But, you know, as autism dads, it's like, okay, what can we do as a dad? It's like, okay, well, we are, you know, stereotypically the protectors. Um, although, to be quite honest, I think moms do a huge job in that. And so... Sometimes oh yeah, you don't want to mess with the. Yeah, don't want to mess with the mama. Um, don't mess with them. Want to be there. Talk to the mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to be there and support, and you want to help yeah. as best you can, and create an environment that that uh, helps set a tone to where you know all the stress she deals with is able to be dealt with. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, do all you can. There's what, what what you want to avoid is getting into a situation, and, and I've I've been here myself a few times over the last, I guess, fifteen years. Um, you want to avoid having to take the approach with the people in your life that you're either with us or against us. Like you're either on board or we can't involve you in our lives, because what happens is when when people are. Um, you know, and, and I guess to start off, I, I would say that I really believe that at least in my situation, okay, and I think it, I would like to think that that sort of overshadows a lot of others as well, but, you know, I think people are well-intentioned, you know, especially family yeah. in, in most cases, but, you know, this isn't a black and white situation. There, there, There is a spectrum of color involved here that 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 people just can't see until they're kind of in the trenches, you know? And and so when you have, um, you have people, when you have people that that don't understand, 
you can you can begin to to sometimes even question yourself. <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, it is such a, a difficult situation at times, and and having to make or just you know, make decisions or, or having to adjust things on the fly is not always easy because a lot of times, and I'm, I imagine you could probably relate to this, but you're flying blind really because mm-hmm. a lot of these things are relatively unpredictable. And when, yeah. when you have people that while well-intentioned sort of undermine what you're trying to do, um, you know, the reality is that a lot of times they do far more harm than good. And, and, and it, it can be challenging to sort of bring everybody into the fold. And, you know, like with my parents, you know, there was a long time where, like, my dad would um, – my dad's kind of old school. He, he's he's modernized a lot over the years. But, you know, he, he, would, he would think, like, you know, why don't you just take the same approach, you know, like, like he did when – when I was younger or something, you know, and and I'm like, you can't, you can't do that with these guys because they don't react the same way, you know, and, and, right. and when they're, when they're having a meltdown, it's not something that needs to be punished because they're not, it's, it's different than a tantrum. It's different than just having a fit because you're not getting your way. Mm-hmm. It's distress, you know, and, you know, it, it took a while, but, you know, my parents still, and I've always told them, you know, if you, if you have a question about something, Ask me about it sort of after the fact, and I can explain it. But until then, you got to just go with the flow. You got you got to follow my lead, because yeah. if there's anybody that knows what they're doing, it's me, and it's, it's scary because I don't always yeah. know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I, I have to try and <laughs> feel my way through the dark. But... Well, I think I think the aspect of of you know that on that note is like when your child when you're over at a family's house and they like you said they're well intentioned they want to help where they can and your child's in the middle of a meltdown, they're always asking questions in the moment, and you're trying to handle your kid, and you can't answer their questions. Right. You know, it's like, it's, it's, and I think that's the point. It's like, you know, it's like, all right, if if, I, if we're over at your house and my son's having a, a meltdown, um, just know it's not your fault. <laughs> First of all, it's not your fault. Um, it's not anybody's fault. It's just too much sensory input. It's a change of location. It could be anything. It's not anybody's fault. He's just having a, a, a it's just too much input. You know, last, last episode right. we talked about sensory, sensory integration. Um, but it's, it's not, it's not anybody's fault. So don't take any of this personally. Um, we have to get him in a place to where he can calm down and self-regulate again. Yeah. And so that might be changing out to the car, might be changing to the, and so while the argument is going on, while his screaming or tantrum, while he's hitting me or whatever, um, because he's just trying to communicate because he has limited verbal, um, while that's happening, you know, I can't, I can't answer any questions. <laughs> kind of right. like it. And, gonna, and I think a lot of autism parents can, can you know, associate in that area. And so creating a support system would be like getting across to these parents you know, getting across to these other family members and friends. It's like, you know, while it's going on, just take a step back and watch. You know, I saw several people blog about the same type of scenario before. You know, just step back and watch. When it's over, we'll talk about it if we have to. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> no, fine. there's no, you know, what I run into a lot is 
well-intentioned people who want to provide a solution to oh yeah kind of an, an overarching problem and and there is no solution you know it's there is no fix you know the, these challenges are always going to be there um you know i, I know that <clears throat> you know I, I work out of my house right because my my oldest is i mean i it's 24 7 with him so um you know, so financially things can be tough at, at times. And, you know, people would always, you know, whether it's comments on the blog or whatever, that people who who truly don't get it, you know, they'll say, well, you just need to go get a job or you just need to put him in daycare or something. <laughs> I mean, like, it, like they, they, they have, and you say, you know, the level of ignorance, and ignorance is just a lack of understanding. It's not meant to be like an insult to people, you know. But there, right. there is a level of ignorance in society when it comes to to situations like this that that is just astounding, and and it 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 can be so detrimental to to uh, to well, a family. You know, I mean, both on the kids and the parents. I mean, I get that. Yeah, too. I mean, kind of like, shoot, if 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 all it took was me going out and getting a job outside the house, God, why didn't I think of that? You know. Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I mean, because there's no, there's no, yeah, it, it's, it's hard for people to wrap their brains around a situation that doesn't necessarily have a solution. You have to take right. the best of the worst ideas or, or weigh everything and, and, and pick the one that's going to have the least amount of negative impact. You know, there right. may not be a good answer for anything. Um, right. And, and, and a lot of people, that's just sort of a foreign concept. It goes against the grain. And and for for families like mine and yours and and others out there that that are dealing with special needs kids, I mean, you don't have that luxury of, oh well, I'll just go do this, you know, because if I well if I go do this, then there's going to be this whole avalanche of other problems, you know. Right. And, and so. Well, there's you know, there's just, a. There's that whole layer of, I mean, kind of give an idea of what a, if we're going to generalize, you know, dealing with being autism parents um, mm-hmm. and what type of support systems that we need and what's already out there. I mean, you have the aspect of, you know, parents who do have children who have a tendency to wander. So there's the personal home safeguards that you have to do, extra locks or locking systems. Oh, yeah wandering systems that's i think we'll get into that you know and the organizations that really cater to that layer of protection in another episode but mm-hmm. then there's the aspect of just rest respite needs you know we're in a rest rest seven <laughs> constant constant like dude i need a break you know type of thing and if you don't have that i mean one right. of the things you and i talked about early on in our on our phone conversations was you know, there are people that we know in the community that, you know, when you see them online, they're all happy-go-lucky. Then next thing you know, they're on the news because they're attempting to kill their own kid. You know, and, you know, they yeah. have that attempted issue. And, it's, and you're thinking that they have the support system necessary, but they're heavily relying on the government or they're heavily relying on certain things. And when those things go by the wayside, what, what net safety net do they have? What what can, you know, the importance of having friends and family nearby or people nearby that can actually, that you don't have to pay an arm and leg for, 
just having good friends. Right. Possibly. And I mean, it's one thing to dangle resources in front of somebody. It's another thing to make sure that they're accessible, you know, because yeah. there's physical therapy, there's speech therapy. You can get that anywhere. But yeah. is it covered by insurance? Is it, yeah. you know, $300 a session when, when that's something that most families are living, you know, minute to minute sometimes and, and trying to juggle yeah. just to keep the utilities turned on, you know? Um, yeah. And I and I think you know you mentioned you mentioned about some of these tragic things, and I think it's important that we you know clarify that there's there is no justification you know for hurting your child, um, mm-hmm. but there is you know you have to step back and you have to look at the situation and 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 just say like you know what happened you know yeah there, there's an underlying issue that I, that I think is is um, it's a growing problem and it's a scary trend. I mean, there there is not enough support. You know, we, we talk about, uh, you know, some of the differences between sort of like your neurotypical family and your special needs family. But, you know, when it comes to education for kids with autism, right? I mean, you have to, mm-hmm. oftentimes, you have to fight for every tiny little thing. You know, IEP right. is like a, a battleground. You know, yep. you're navigating a minefield with, with blinders on. I mean, you have, you, you, everything that you have to do is a struggle. And yep. and when you have, a, and when you finally have an IEP team that understands your kid and mm-hmm. understands you're seeing progress, you're just really hopeful that none of the members of that team leave because then you have yeah. to start all over again. Right. <laughs> kind of like, come on, I mean, man. yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's, <laughs> we it's, just got this right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things, you know, like we talked about with the sensory stuff, like they changed the package on the chicken nuggets and it's like your whole world now has imploded. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And, and most people will yeah. be like, so what? They changed the label. Oh, it looks better, you know. I mean, and it's like you have no, no, you don't. Like you have no idea the impact that is going to have, you know, going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a full blown two week meltdown, and hopefully your kid eats something in the process. Yeah. So you know, yeah, and, and people think we're joke. It's all people think we joke about that, but it's it's it ain't. Or funny. you're overreacting. You know, I mean, or, we, you know, it's so dramatic. You know, I'm telling yeah. you, they, like that is exactly. And and that's why it's you know it's it's so it's so nice to talk to somebody or connect with people who get it and you don't have to try and explain yourself or justify what you're yeah. doing because they're like look man I get it you do what you got to do I'll be here when you're done mm-hmm. or if you need me tell me what that's you right. need you know and, and that's another thing when you when you have a support system, that support system isn't going to do what they think you need to have done. They're there to right. do what you need to have done or what your child needs to have done. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, Some, you know, like, sometimes you just need to go out and have a bite to eat without the kids, not doing anything autism related. And, yeah. you know, to support the parents. And to be quite honest, there are a lot of days towards like, I want nothing to do with autism. I want nothing to do, you know, as a diagnosis, as the yeah. symptoms of autism. Now, I love my son. I love everything that he is, everything that he's about. But there's some days I just don't want to tackle it. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with, 
um, every little nuance that I have to cover in order to make sure that he can be the, the best person he can be. So sometimes when he's off at school, it's like awesome. You know, it's like I get a little bit of breather. I can gather right. my thoughts, gather my and, – and I think, you know, as parents, we have to watch ourselves. You know, we can't always be in the trenches. We have to pull ourselves out and go, ah, this is life. Enjoy enjoy the other aspects of life, not just the autism. And for those who are on the spectrum, mm-hmm. who are outspoken and share and stuff, I've learned so much from them. Oh, yeah. You know, from, I mean, my goodness, you got Carly Fleischman, Carrie Magro. I mean, those are people on the spectrum that, that um, Ari um, Neiman and, and all these other folks, uh, John Elder Robinson, all these other folks that we've befriended over the years you and I, and we've, mm-hmm. we've learned from them and from their parents. And, you know, they're, and we've, I think one of the things I learned the most is that, you know, here's my son having difficulty verbalizing his, his uh, emotions, verbalizing his thoughts. He has some vocabulary, but he, he has limited speech. But when I'm, what I've realized early on is like, autism is just a part of him. It's, right. it's, it's not something that you can cure, but you can be able to provide the tools where you can be. Yeah, you can't separate the two. It's just who he is. Right. And, you know, autism isn't who he is, but it's a part of him. And so, you know, then you have people that are in the community that are like, that's a whole other conversation of dealing with community relations. And I think I'll put that down for another topic. Um yeah. But, you know, you have these people that are on the spectrum and they just uh, open my eyes that here's my son looking past the symptoms of all these things and seeing how amazing he is, you know, and yeah. looking past looking past through all these things. And it's just, okay, well, the autism's there. It does bring out some awesome qualities in him. But then you've got to deal with the other side to help him regulate better. You know, to where yeah. he's not expressing himself in in certain things, in certain ways. So, you know, but he does amazing. He's just. I'm sorry. I'm just biased. My son's amazing. Okay. Right. <laughs> kind of bragging there, Joel. I <laughs> know. Uh, I got to You know me. I got to brag about my kids. Um, but but you know, I but, think I think you know, if you were to like kind of in closing, I guess because I know that we're kind of running short on time here, but um, I, I think. When it, when it comes to support, you know, and anybody that's listening that maybe wants to be able to support a special needs family, you know, that, that doesn't, support doesn't equate to money or finances. You know, it could be something as simple as a phone call and just, you know, yeah. hey, how's it going? Or, or, you know, can I stop over and just visit for a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. any, any, anything like that, you know, maybe, maybe and, prepare and press, a meal. And press the issue. And press the issue. Yeah, I mean, um, follow their lead because you don't want to, you don't want to make anything worse, you know. Because there's times like yeah. someone wants to come over, and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot. Nobody can come into this house today because I'll just freak out, you know. But, but you know, it's for me, it's the thought, it's that somebody yeah. understands and recognizes that that I'm going through something very profound, and mm-hmm. and that they're thinking about me, you know, or they're thinking about my kids, and that means more than than getting check in the mail or 
you know, I mean, it, it may not pay the bills necessarily, but what it does is it gives you the strength to to kind of get up and, and move forward, you know, and and um, it keeps things human. Yeah, it it it, it keeps yeah. you connected, you know, and and so it's different for everybody. I mean, everybody has different needs, but you know, support yeah. uh, a support system is absolutely crucial. Um, yeah, I mean, we we, we the success. I of think family. some folks. Yeah, I think some folks listening to this episode are expecting a bunch of websites or a bunch of uh, organizations that can help provide support. And yeah. you know, they're out there. You can Google them. We'll, we'll share a few in our various in in, in theautismdad.com and autismdad.com and our Facebook and Twitter stuff. We'll, we'll share. But I I think what we're getting at in this episode is that support systems go both ways. You know, it's the families dealing with autism. I think there's a, also a layer of trust that needs to be addressed, you know, because every child is different and, you know, parents know their kids are the best. There's, there's that fear of trusting another family to take care of your kid. You know, when you're in the trenches, you got to let go a little bit, you know, that other family yeah. and friends. And, um, but I think that's on the autism family side. On the general public trying to get an idea of okay, what do families go through? And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like, hey, you know, make a phone call, stop by a visit, have a cup of coffee. And if they say no, don't just leave it. Just continue. You know, yeah, you know, just because it's just not the right time of day. You know, something's going yeah, on. Yeah, try again, try again later, or try and schedule something in the future. You know, because yeah, you know, the last thing you and want keep is rescheduling. Keep for yeah, isolation and be understanding. Know that their lives are very dynamic and that things come up. I, I never make plans, honestly, because yeah. every time I do, something comes up, and and then I have oh, to yeah. tell people that you know, hey, we can't go. People tend to eventually. I mean, my family's really good about it now because they get it. But you know, you lose a lot of friends and family at times because yeah. they take it personally or they they think you're just trying to avoid whatever. And you know, I mean. There's times person, that I, I, I would just, give anything for an adult conversation, you know, something that doesn't revolve around, you know, whatever <laughs> cartoon that, you know, they're watching or Minecraft or, you know. But also be patient when you're talking to them. You know, I know when I, when you and I talk periodically and your kids are around, it's um, it's an interesting yeah. level of conversation. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's like five people you, in a conversation. When we're doing I know, that. because I... It, for for those, for, I, I mean, sometimes I wish your kids were in during one episode just so people can understand what a conversation with Rob is like on the phone when you're trying to call. Um, Rob's in Ohio, I'm in Virginia, so it it makes it interesting when we're trying to talk about topics. It, you figure it's a five minute conversation, but it turns into twenty because what is it? <laughs> you know, you turn around every five seconds, and you hear noise in the background, and it's kind of like uh, what is it? The quintessential stereotype. A parenting conversation when you talk to somebody on the phone, or like well, it's like a magnet. As soon as you pick up the phone, they're drawn to you. Oh yeah, it's, a, oh, yeah. it's every it's, time. It's I already had to shoot Gavin away three times. I'm like, dude, I'll be yeah. on the phone for like a half hour. I need you to just go away, go play your tablet, or you know. But I think it's funny. I, I was it over the weekend. I called you, and you were telling Gavin. Um, three or four times and he kept on talking um, and he was like Gavin I'm on the phone 
time. Yeah, there's, the just, there's a little bit of of manic involved with him at the moment. I was just talking to his doctor about that on Monday. You know, we're yeah. hitting one of those phases where he likes to talk a lot. Yeah, you know, hey, it's a good thing. It's a good it's a good thing, but it's one of those things where you know people, you know, a lot of people would do anything to be able to have their child talk their ear off. But on the flip side of that, when you have a child that does nothing but talk your ear off, you know, you you just crave the quiet, you know. But it's all just a hey, matter of perspective. We're we're having a moment in in our home to where our son's vocabulary is starting to come out more. Cool. And we're you know it isn't like a lot of dialogues, but it's periodic dialogue and of course you celebrate the milestones you celebrate the the moments and right. people talk Absolutely. about people and and so when you want to share it with people that are supporting you um sometimes the re- reaction is like really my kid did that when he was four and i'm like you don't get mm-hmm. it we've tried for many years for this to happen it doesn't matter what it is um but it's like wow it's a major milestone we're going to celebrate that and really, you know, kick that in. And and when you have your family and your friends support in the same respect, uh, they're like, oh, man, that is awesome. You know, it, it boosts you up as a parent. You know, it's like yeah. you're, you're doing your job. So it's pretty cool. Um, this episode is a little bit longer. I think uh, that's about all the time that we have for this week. And right. we'll, we'll share various... Uh, it's one of those topics. It's one of those topics that we could talk about forever because you know there's always that yeah. growing need for support, but there has to be a cutoff at some yeah, point. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll we'll have uh, we'll have you know other organizations that specialize in family support. We'll we we know some folks in those organizations. We'll see about bringing them on board in, in future episodes. Yeah. Um, and so because every organization does something a little different, and yeah, know, if. This is more about family and friends, and you know where we're at from Monta's dad's perspective. More, yeah, more on a personal level, not so much doctors and stuff like that. But if you have any questions, yeah. uh, you can leave comments or email me uh, by you know, jumping on the autismdad.com uh, forward slash contact. And I know Joel uh, has lots of ways you can get a hold of you know him as well. Oh, yeah. um, we're both everywhere online. <laughs> everywhere. Um, everywhere you want yeah. to be. Yeah, next week we're most likely going to be talking about um, our responses to a diagnosis or other dads' responses to a diagnosis. Um, or what you experience. You know, we, yeah, we were talking about yeah. what you experience when you first hear the word autism or yeah. you know, what you kind of go through when they say, oh, your child is you know, autistic or we need to get testing done or something like that. It's a whole emotional. Yeah. Or how do you deal with that? And that's, and that's a lot for, for a dad to go through. And we don't, we don't hear a lot about that. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, and, but uh, of course, thank you again to the coffee clutch for all their help in making this show possible. You can learn Absolutely. more about the coffee clutch at the coffee and of course, Rob, you're found at theautismdad.com, also on Facebook and Twitter as the Autism Dad. And you can get Dad. support, free support and apps uh, for support at uh, myautismhelp.com. Yep. About 600 and families as, there. Yeah. 
And you can learn more from many families with autism, including my own, on autisable.com or on Facebook and Twitter at username autisable, A-U-T-I-S-A-B-L-E. And thank you all very much. Have a great day, and we look forward to hearing from you. Take it easy, guys. Thanks.